0: To pick up on a few things, and some of those cues, Amen. If you'll tune me up to the key of G, brother, we're gonna do it here in just a moment, Amen. One of those things you really realize is when you come to the house of the Lord and they've announced a special service, and you see a 1992 Cadillac DeVille in the parking lot. That's a cue. You walk into the house of the Lord and you don't see you don't see a PowerPoint, but you see a slide projector. That's another cue. What that is telling you, if you've been raising Pentecost is, honey, if you've got a roast in the crock pot, it's going to burn. Then you see the old prophet come walking in, and it seems like all you can see are just the very tips of his shoes because them pant legs are covering, hey, man, them feet. <laughs> and you know, baby, we got to give it up. We're about to have a long service tonight. Well, aren't you happy I don't drive a Cadillac DeVille and I ain't, man got them bad legs. There's another cue that would happen when you would see the song leader come up with this, that sing unto the Lord, and you would see about 15 post-it notes hanging out of each and every page. You would say, all right, this is going to be one of them services. But every once in a while, there was just another, another feeling in the atmosphere. That song leader, he would come up with just like a fire in his eye. And I don't know if you guys know this old song or not, but I feel like singing it tonight. Well, I've got the Holy Ghost down in my soul. It's just like the Bible says. I've got the Holy Ghost down in my soul. And it's just like the Bible says. And my soul And I'm satisfied And I wouldn't trade nothing for My journey now And it's just like the Bible It's just like the Bible It's just like, the Bible. It's just like the Bible. Oh clap your hands and stomp your feet You feel the atmosphere changing Wouldn't trade nothing. nothing my journey. journey now you know it's just like, just like the, Bible. the Bible. Just like the Bible. Just like the Bible. Says. You know that spirit would just start kind of catching in the in the house and folks would start clapping their hands and you would start feeling just some little loosening up in the house. Right when you thought it was just about done, the song leader would kind of reach down there and grab another gear and he'd start busting out with this one. You know that I've got it. You know I've got it. You know I've got it. You know I've got it. Oh, there is something about the power. I can't explain it. I've, it. I've got it. You know I've got it. He would sing, you need it. You know you need it. My God, you need it. Yes, you need it. You know there's something about the power. The Holy My soul says yes unto the Lord for he's a great king. He's doing great things. My soul says yes. Then he would stop and say, you know that I've been tempted and I've been tried, but I am a conqueror through the blood of Jesus Christ. He's a great king. He's doing great things. My soul says yes. Now I've got a new song The angels cannot sing Glory, hallelujah I have been redeemed Can you sing it? Praise the Lord, the Lord bless you And you may be seated tonight It seemed as though This one that came In a leather girdle Eating honey and locusts heralding about his first cousin by the name of Jesus Christ it seemed that this man's life was centered around one thing and that was salvation and reconciliation by way of repentance. There was something that had happened in the story of man and that, that thing was named sin. It was sin that had separated man from a heavenly relationship. Where once there was closeness, there was now distance. Where there was once warmth, there was now an icy chill in the air. And when there was once a tight bond walking in the cool of the garden in the evening, there was now a breach. And for some 400 years of silence, finally there came this one, John the Baptizer, preaching a message that This breach is going to be restored, and this breach is going to be healed. And I want to tell everybody in the house of the Lord today that sin still separates man from his creator. It doesn't matter how small or how large, sin is still a separator. From the Creator. In Hebrews the 11th chapter and the 25th verse, one of the most tricky things about sin is that sin does have some pleasure, but it only lasts for a season. And the tragedy of sin is that every man, when he is tempted, when he's drawn away of his own lust and enticed, amen, it's all about self. And when lust has conceived, it bringeth forth sin. And sin, when it is finished bring it forth death do not err my beloved brethren my goodness don't let sin get in between you and god may mm. gives us a glimpse into a remedy he says but in james the 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 uh, first chapter in the 17th verse but every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the father of lights and whom is no variableness neither shadow of turning so brother john the baptist came preaching what you need to do in your life no matter where you are how old you are how young you are you need to make room for the gift you must read your heart you must clean your hands and you must clean your spirit by repentance. He said there would you bring there forth therefore, fruits that are meat for repentance. The English Standard Version says you need to bear some fruit in keeping with repentance. Finally, Brother John reveals what the name of this gift is. In Matthew the third chapter in the 11th verse, he says I'm baptizing you with water unto repentance. But there comes one after me who's mightier than I, whose shoes I'm not worthy to bear. He's going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Anybody thankful for the Holy Ghost? I mean, well, that wasn't bad. If I was in a Baptist church, that might pass. It's anybody thankful for the Holy Ghost? Mm. All right, we're going to work through this together. How many want to have church tonight? How many want to see the water's trouble tonight? Here this man came not to, not to, to bridge the gap between knowing the law and fulfilling the, the, the law. And so Jesus came and Brother John saw him afar off and said, Behold the Lamb of God, which is going to take away the sin of the world. Jesus' life was lived and his work was wrought. For one reason, salvation, every hand that he touched, every blinded eye that he opened, every deaf ear that was unstopped, he had one thing on his mind. It's not about this miracle, but it's about the miracle. It's not about what I'm doing in your life right now. It's about what I want to do in your eternity. The reason that I have come is that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Jesus, talking with his disciples, said, I I know this is good, but I'm not going to be with you forever. John 14, verses 16 through 18, he says, I'm going to be going away, but I'm going to pray that my father, that he shall give you another comforter, that me may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth, which the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but you know him, for he dwelleth with you. Right now I'm with you but there's going to come a day uh, that I'm going to be in you. And verse 18 is key. Uh, I am not going to leave you comfortless, uh, but I'm going to come unto you. Amen. And that's why we call this unspeakable gift uh, the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. This unspeakable gift, this perfect gift that comes down from the Father of lights is the Holy Ghost. And brother and sister, I don't know where you are in your life, but tonight I'm here to tell you, you need the Holy Ghost. (laughs) Uh, Let's define that word ghost. That word ghost means a spirit of one that is departed. Wow, a spirit that has no corporality. In order to receive this gift, you must, you must, you must, you must. You must understand that it has come not to harbor or to to hamper your life, but it's come to change your life. And Jesus told his disciples, I'm going away, but there is a place that you've got to be. Luke 24, 46 through 49. Thus it is written and thus it behooved Christ. My whole life was about this, that I might come to you that repentance and remission of, oh, there's that word again, sins, should be preached in my name among all nations beginning at Jerusalem, and you're witnesses of these things. And behold, I send the promise of my Father unto you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem, until you be endued with power from on high. Acts 1 and 8, you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem, and in Judea, and Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. Is anybody thankful for the Holy Ghost tonight? Is anybody thankful for the Holy Ghost tonight? Amen. Boy, this is good Bible study, ain't it? Praise God. I'll tell you what the Holy Ghost is. That's the spirit of the Holy One that has departed, coming back to rest and to live inside your heart. And so you can know that while sin may be on the outside, pressing in, you have the Holy Ghost on the inside to help you walk right, to to help you talk right, to to help you live right, and to make you walk upright before him. It's Jesus that's on the inside, working on the inside. Outside, and oh, what a change in my life! Ezekiel 26 and uh, 36 and 27. uh, I'm gonna put my spirit within you, Uh, and when my spirit is within you, uh, I'm gonna cause you to walk in my statutes, uh, and you're gonna keep my judgments, uh, and you're gonna do them. Uh, If you're having a hard time uh, living in this world, and sin may look attractive, uh, I've got your answer. You need the Holy Ghost. (laughs) Oh, I would somebody would help me preach tonight. I would that somebody would connect with me in the spirit tonight. You need the Holy Ghost. Amen. The Holy Ghost allows me to overcome the works of the flesh. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, and heresies. Ian beings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and the such like Brother, if you're dealing with these things in your life, I've got your answer. It's not another cigarette. It's not another pop of a pill. It's not another swig of alcohol. It's not another visit to the bar. But what you need is the Holy Ghost. Oh. Amen. Anybody starting to feel that shift happening in the house today? I don't know where you are, what you're dealing with, but you've come to the right place at the right time, and we've got your answer here. You need to get a drink from the well, the well of salvation, and you need to let God rest on the inside. The Holy Ghost will allow me to bear and cultivate the fruit of the Spirit. Galatians 5 and verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, joy. Peace. Anybody need peace in your life? Long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. The Holy Ghost is more than that. The Holy Ghost is my ticket to becoming his. First John 4 and 13. Hereby know that we dwell in him and he in us because he has given us of his spirit. Romans 8 and 9, but you are not in the flesh but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. If you want to be a part of Christ and you want to go up when the trumpet sounds, my brother, my sister, you need the Holy Ghost. There's a lesson that we must take into consideration the five wise and the five foolish versions it's not just enough to know about it but you've got to be in it you can't be 75 percent full 80 percent full 99.9.7 percent but you've got to be all the way full and overflowing for when the bridegroom comes back if you want to be collected with him and taken to your eternal reward brother you need to be full of the Holy Ghost. Musicians and praise singers, come on up. Acts, the second chapter, verses 1 through 4. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire. And it sat upon each of them. And they were all. The total sum of grandma, grandpa, every kid, uncles and aunts and nephews, not one person left the church house that Tuesday night without being full of the Holy Ghost. And how did they know they had the Holy Ghost? They began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave the utterance. Hallelujah. 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 All of this has been a foundation so I can get to this point tonight and I want us to have ourselves an altar call and I believe tonight before the lights go out somebody can receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Is there any saints of God that believe that with me tonight? Mm -mm. There's still power to change in the Holy Ghost. There's still power to deliver in the Holy Ghost. My, my, my. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. It's not a joke. It's not a pipe dream. It's not this ethereal thing that nobody can really seem to wrap their mind around or understand. Verse 39, but it's a promise unto you. You don't have to live the way that you've been living. You don't have to struggle with the things you've been struggling with. You don't have to let sin push you around anymore. But there's a return spirit of Christ that is willing to dwell in you. Oh, I think we ought to lift our hands right now. I felt something right there. Anybody feel something right there? Hmm. You need the Holy Ghost, sir. Ha, ha, ha. My God, my God. The book of Revelation tells us that there was a great pit that was open. There was smoke and all kinds of vile things that flowed out of that. I'm here to tell you that we are living in that day. I have never felt such oppression like I feel today. I have never felt such depression like I feel today. There are evil spirits that have been loosed from the bottomless pit And the devil is doing his best because he knows that his time is short. But just as dark and as evil as that spirit is that has come out of the bottomless pit, there is a light that shines so bright and there is a hope that springs eternal in me and it's in this house tonight. It's in the well tonight. And that's the Holy Ghost. You've been struggling with the spirits of suicide. I'm here to tell you you're in the right house tonight. If your marriage is falling apart and you don't understand why, I'm here to tell you I've got your answer tonight, and your answer's at the well. Mm. Mm, I feel that right now. <laughs> Jesus didn't bring you into this world so that you could live a tragic and a tragedy-filled life. But he's got more for you than you could ever imagine. And it's going to begin when you receive this gift called the Holy Ghost. You need it tonight. And so what is it that you've got to do? Number one, you've got to repent. You've got to repent. Haven't you had a belly full of your sin? Haven't you had a belly full of yourself? Haven't you had a belly full of the appetites of of this world? Haven't you had a belly full of heartache? It's time for it to change. And the way it's going to change is when you say, I'm done. And repentance is not merely saying, I'm sorry, but repentance is the very act of turning your back on the things that you once loved and to start walking toward the light. It's you saying goodbye sin, goodbye lying, goodbye sedition, goodbye idolatry, goodbye sexual immorality. You never gave me anything but tragedy, heartache, and loneliness. I'm going where the river flows. I'm going where God can change me. And you start walking. Then you keep walking until you run into some water. And you're baptized in Jesus' name. And you're baptized and you take that name on. Identifying with Jesus Christ's burial. And you're burying that old man. I want you to hear this right now. This point. Repentance is about your past. Baptism. When you go down to that water, it's about your past. But when you come up, you're going to rise to walk in newness of life. And the only thing that you've got to do at that point is receive. And I don't understand it, but a lot of people get their lines all crossed up in this word, receive got here a $20 bill I got from my wife. She holds all of our money. Praise God. Does anybody want this $20 bill? What do you got to do? Come on up. That easy. So, What would you think of me if I had that $20 bill and that sister came up and I said psych. Just kidding. I ran across the platform and made her do all kinds of I'm telling you this gift is a promise to you and the only thing you've got to do is receive it the only thing you've got to do is receive it there ain't no tricks he's not a capricious God He's not a rude God. He's not a mean God. He's not telling you that your life is hopeless and it's spent and there's no hope for you. What he's telling you is I've got a gift. It's the spirit of God that's drawn you here to GBFPC tonight on a Tuesday. And the one thing that he's got on his mind is I think I want to change their life tonight. I want to give them the gift. I think we ought to rise to our feet right now I think the saints of God ought to lift their voice And let's begin preparing the atmosphere For somebody's life to be changed Let's take a moment and do that right now In Jesus' name Hallelujah, Jesus against the power of the enemy.